This is the Insurance Buzz, and we are your host, Michael and Courtney Weaver. We coach insurance professionals, business owners, and people just like you every day on how to live a life and have a business you are excited about. Here on the Insurance Buzz, we share the wins, the losses, and everything in between that comes with being married business partners, training in the insurance space, and growing our business side by side. We also connect with other business owners and leaders making their mark in the world and hopefully inspire you to make yours. Hey, welcome to the Insurance Buzz. We are your host, Michael and Courtney Weaver. If you struggle building rapport in the sales conversation, this episode is for you. If you feel like you have to be nosy to build rapport, if you struggle with the questions to ask, if you struggle with even how to start the conversation, this one's for you. If you feel nosy asking for rapport, that's that's what was just asked of us. Michael, how do you build rapport without being a nosy person? Oh my gosh. I love building rapport. I do it with <laughs> everyone. I don't think you have to be nosy to build either. rapport. I think like when you think of nosy, I would say that's a mindset around you don't want to bother people. Mm. And so like you don't want to pry into Yeah, you don't want to bother people, you and where I think rapport is curiosity as far as what do I have in common with this yeah. person? Who is this person? Like what are they even about? Getting to know somebody. Yeah, and I re- I do like very early on in my sales career it was that was a challenge for me because I wanted to get I wanted to get all the information the insurance information so I could get right to like the brass tacks of, all right, here's how we're going to date of birth drivers in the household. Yep. yep. Okay, great. Here's your quote. Here's the price. And my closing ratio was terrible. It was awful because everything was based off of price at that Mm -hmm. point in time. Because if you're not building rapport with somebody, if you're not getting to know them, if you're not getting to know what's important to them, what you have in common with them, then why would somebody do business with you? I actually started building rapport a long time ago because it it became almost a defense mechanism because I have always been somebody, I'm a naturally an introvert by nature. And so starting a conversation, getting over that like social anxiety, that was one thing that I learned early on that the more questions I ask about somebody else, the more they talk about themselves the more they like me and the less I have to talk. Yep. So I love building rapport because then it has nothing. They're not asking me questions. I'm asking them questions. And at the end of the conversation, they're like, Oh, I really like her. She seems really nice. And they don't, they don't know a ton of stuff about me because I spent most of the time getting to know them. And I think in the insurance conversation, I think in sales in general, I actually don't think I know. This is the thing that separates an amateur from a professional, and it makes a salesperson not come across as sleazy. 100%. 
I keep thinking about how you just said you're an introvert. You're like the life of the party. We could get into an argument about this. <laughs> now, this is not going to be the episode to talk about this, but that's <laughs> how you charge your batteries. I yeah, go. I, yeah. ha- I need my PCT. I need my personal chill time. This is an ongoing debate between the two of us of who's actually an introvert and who's just an. Uh, okay, so I'm a performer by nature, <laughs> but uh, when it comes to asking, you know, the questions and social anxiety and walking into a room i have i have built this identity of like building rapport is huge yeah, for me yeah well and you said something really important that the more questions you ask the more they like you yes and that is so true and i want i want you to think about that right now you that's listening to this is think about all the conversations you have where you ask a lot of questions to someone to get to know them and yeah they may ask a couple of questions but you're just also being like oh i like that too Think about how great that conversation mm-hmm. always goes because people love, people love talking about themselves. Mm-hmm. They just do because nobody is asking people questions about themselves because we live more than ever right now. We live in a world where everybody lives off of their phone. Mm-hmm. So they are craving human connection. They're craving human interaction And that's why this is so important. I mean, rapport building has always been important in any type of sales environment you've been in. But today, more so than ever, humans are craving human interaction. And for you, the professional, to stand out and even having a shot at earning the business, this is an absolute must in the sales conversation. I'm so excited to announce our new six-figure life insurance producer course. If you currently struggle with consistently hitting your life goals, if you struggle with how to start a life insurance conversation, if you struggle with how to bring up life insurance in the new business PNC sales conversation, or how to take service transactions and turn them into life insurance conversations, or how to have an in-depth life insurance conversation in person, the questions to ask, how to get the customer emotionally involved in the conversation, how to overcome objections and ask for the sell. This course was specifically made for you. If you want to be a six-figure life insurance producer, this is exactly what the course teaches you how to do step by step. And for a limited time, we're offering 50% off. So make sure you take advantage of this savings. Click the link below and check it out. With that being said, let's go ahead and get back to the show. There's a lot of debate right now about technology and what technology is going to replace in terms of jobs, positions, titles, things like that. This is how you humanize sales. This is really how you separate yourself from technology, but also the competition. Because think about all the quotes that they're getting, all the different carriers. How many people are saying, hey, what what do you like to do when you're not working? Nobody's asking that question. Yeah. Like if they give a shit this much on the front end, wow. What's my experience going to be like with them when I'm a customer is all I am thinking. I had the uh, side note. I can tell a story, right? A story What's time. What's up? So 
I had um, one of our anesthesia bills. There was an error in it from when we went through embryo retrieval back in January. Mm-hmm. And I called and I got Veronica. Shout out to Veronica in the <laughs> billing department because I always get her. And every time I talk to her, she's so pleasant. She's like, hey, what do you guys got going on this weekend? She saw where we lived. You live on the lake. We had a good conversation. It was incredible. I didn't have to call a 1-800 number. I didn't have to jump through hoops. I got Veronica in billing. I know she's my girl and I know she's getting it taken care of. But I remember that conversation. Like that changed everything which for is, me. Yeah, which that is was the best powerful. conversation yeah. I had all day because most of the, my day was spent checking email behind my computer, writing content, things like that. So that was the only human interaction I had really that day. And she made that conversation so much better. Are you doing that when you are having conversations with your prospects? Hmm. Or, and customers. And customers. And customers. Rapport building is an ongoing process. This is an art. This is a skill that you must have to be successful in sales. So one easy acronym to use when building rapport is F-O-R. So family, occupation, recreation. Family, occupation, recreation. If you can have questions like, where are you from? What, What was the reason that you moved here? What brought you here? What do you do for a living? That's my That is one that has to be asked in every single conversation. What do you do for a living, especially in sales? Because you're going to learn their occupation, roughly how much money they make, what needs to be protected. But are they married? Do they have kids? How old are the kids? What do the kids like to do for fun? How about this? When you're not working, what do you like to do for fun? Especially when you're talking to parents, because parents are always talking about their kids Ask about, hey, well, when you're when you're not working, what are you doing for fun? You like to travel, and guess what? They may be doing some kid shit. Who knows? But it's always important to ask these types of questions. So if, again, F O R, family, occupation, recreation. Well, I think too, when you start asking about what do you like to do for fun, that opens up other conversations. If you would not ask me what do you, what do I like to do for fun, I probably am not going to remember all the things that I need to ensure toy wise. Mm-hmm. So if you have four wheelers or ATVs or boats or campers or, and you start talking to somebody and they say, yeah, on the weekends, we like to camp up at this spot. We take the boat out as an insurance professional. I'm making a note to make sure that, okay, I'm not selling right now. What? You just found such a great point because, okay. So number one, while you're building rapport, you have to be getting the information needed for the quote as well. So you got to be getting that boring insurance information. So you married great. What's your spouse's name? When were, when were you, when are your date of births roughly? Mm-hmm. Like not roughly. When were not your date, when were your date of births? Um, don't you be fidgeting on that. And then as you're, on that year. as you're going through like, Oh, okay. So your spouse's name is Courtney. What are your date of births off? Off the top of your head, boom, boom, boom. Great. So what do y'all do for a living? So I'm going to go through fact find and while I'm fact finding, I'm also building rapport. Build rapport, build rapport, fact find. Build rapport, build rapport, fact find. Does that make sense? Yeah. And I make jokes too. Like on the date of birth, I used to always joke and be like, hey, it's not a test. I'm not going to tell them that you got it right or wrong. Um, (laughs) 
but I am going to need the accurate date of birth <laughs> just so that they know yeah. I'm a human being. Yeah. But I like how you're bringing that up because usually it's just a drill. of Well, like, it's a it's the one constant question I always receive. Like, OK, if I'm building this much rapport, when am I getting the information needed for mm-hmm. the quote? And it's a so that's why I say it's an art. Like you build rapport, you fact find. You build rapport, you build rapport, you fact find. You fact find, you build rapport, you build rapport, you build you build rapport. So that's really really important. And and here's the other thing you just said. You're making notes. You should not be so concentrated on your damn computer screen and filling in all the application stuff needed for the quote. You need to be intentional with the conversation with the customer. Like one thing I always did is I always. You you just reminded me of this pen pen to paper. Like I'm taking notes. Like as Courtney's telling me information, I'm jotting it down. You know what? We have such a notebook problem. Um, it's a, it's a problem in our house. I actually haven't told you this yet, but I put two remarkables, like the notebooks that mm-hmm. that you can write on. I put those in our Amazon cart. Ooh. Yeah. So those are going to be coming in because as this is just a side note for you listening, there are one, two, three, four, five, six notebooks sitting on our desk. We right have now. a notebook for everything. We have a notebook for podcasting. We have a notebook for sales training. We have a notebook for coaching. We have a notebook for one-on-one coaching. <laughs> and we have an, an idea notebook, an execution notebook. <laughs> so, but, but for us, we're active listeners. That's the key. Like uh, when you say something, so yep. rapport building is less about what you're asking and more about listening to what's being said. Yep. You're spot on because here's the thing is if you're so concentrated with just getting the information to fill out the little quotes online and you're just putting in information, are you actually listening to the customer? Are you actually listening to the answers they're giving you or are you just asking questions to move on? The greatest sales professionals in the world, and this is, you said it earlier, the difference between a professional and an amateur. Professionals are amazing listeners. Mm -hmm. You are asking a question to actually learn something. You're not asking a question to complete something on a quota application form. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that is the difference. Like every single person I ever wrote as an insurance professional, I never, ever just did the quote right then with them and presented. I collected information. I built rapport. I figured out what was important to them. I let them off the phone. I prepared the quote. I called them back in 15 minutes with an entire proposal. So I'm not proposing just the two autos. I'm going to build rapport, figure out what's important, what's everything they have. And then I'm going to put everything together in one quote, one proposal. I'm going to present the two cars, the home, the $1 million umbrella policy and the $2 million life insurance policies as one proposal. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to just ask Courtney questions to get through the quote and be like, great. So for the two cars today, it's going to be $200 a month. You want me to email that over to you? That's what not to do. Don't do that. Do not do that. And I know we're going to little, a little off of the, the original rapport building episode right now, but you're hitting on some really good stuff. You have to be an active listener. You have to be. I've got great news. Our six-figure life insurance course is officially live. And to say thank you for being a Buzz listener and supporter, make sure you use voucher code BUZZ for your exclusive discount. Now, the six-figure life insurance producer course, if you are wanting to be better at in-person appointments, at virtual appointments, if you struggle at 
all with how to start conversations every single day, whether it's over the phone in the new business conversation, whether it's pivoting to current customers, whether it's prospecting your current book of business. If you struggle with the types of questions to ask to get them emotionally involved in the conversation or educating them on the types of policies they can have within their plan, or how about if you struggle with writing bigger death benefit, bigger premium policies? That's what this course is all about. This course is about giving you the confidence to write bigger death benefit, bigger premium, and know exactly where to go in the conversation, regardless of how you bring it up and who you are talking to. So again, if you're wanting to help more people, if you're wanting to be a true professional and be more confident than ever so that you make more money, the six-figure life insurance producer course is for you. Make sure you use voucher code buzz for the exclusive discount today. That being said, let's get back to the show. I think if you're struggling to build rapport, this takes practice just like anything else. Every piece, when we break down our entire five-step sales system, every piece, and this would be the second part, the rapport phase. So all of those require practice. So what I would do if you're somebody that's struggling, and I understand this is This was something that I had to learn. So it was less about me and more about them. So they, I, I'm like, eh, I want you to like me. So let me ask you a bunch (laughs) of questions. What I would do is make a list of everything that you need. What is all the information that before you get off the phone, you have to have it. And then the question I would go in before every single conversation for me, how do I make this more fun? Because that's like my guiding force. And the second thing would be, how do I learn something about this person? Yep. Like I, I want to actively learn because it's so much bigger than just getting the information. It's actually seeing people as people. It's paying attention to them. Everyone wants to be seen and heard. Take some extra time when somebody says, yeah, I work at the local body shop. Heavy sigh. You like it? You don't like it? What's going on there? Like, that's my next question. I'm not being nosy. I may be the only person that picked up on the fact that he just heavy sighed before he said his job and what he'd actually be doing is something completely different. Well, shit, I'll build a business plan by the time that the conversation (laughs) is done. Like, let's get into it. But digging into it as well. Like, he works at the body shop. Let's pretend it wasn't a a heavy sigh. Like, but I work at the body shop in town. Yeah. How long you've been working at the body shop? That's cool. What do you even do? Like, yeah. are you the one like painting? Are you like sandblasting? Like you putting the car back together? Like what do, what are you yeah. doing? You're getting curious. Yes. <laughs> yes. Get curious. This is not about being nosy. This is about actively listening. Because guess what? Every other insurance professional on the phone with this individual is saying, um, are you married? Great. What are your names? In your date of birth? And what are the year, make, and model vehicles you drive? And roughly how many miles do you put on those vehicles a year? Oh, and what what date where did you purchase? Dude, quit. You have to change the conversation. And this is what makes you different. And this is what makes you likable. This is what humanizes you. Mm-hmm. If you are just an order taker, you are going to be treated like an order taker. Period. Ooh, genuinely give a shit about... People. <laughs> That's it. Amen. 
genuinely give a shit. I know. I know. It's hard. But if you just genuinely care and you ask questions and you have the mindset shift is I'm not bothering them. I'm getting I'm getting to know them. Man, your world changes. You know, they are. You need to be prepared because they're going to try to rush you through this process, too. They can. Yeah, they'll be. Sometimes they will be like, "Mm, nope, just get to it. And I like to slow people down because that's just how they've been wired is to move on to the next thing Mm -hmm. versus saying, Hey, I want to get to know you and make sure that I'm doing my job and I have a full picture of everything that's going on. How long you worked at that body shop? Boom. Getting right back right back into it. Yep. Like one of my favorite techniques was always like, Courtney, I understand. I only need a few more minutes of your time. So how long you been working at that body shop? Cause here's the thing is they're going to try to hit you with this objection And I like what you just said too. Like, hey, I like to get to know my customers, make sure they're adequately protected. That's what I do for a living. So how long you've been working at the body shop? However, you want to overcome Mm -hmm. this objection. What you notice Courtney and I both did is we addressed the objection and we got right back to what we wanted to talk about. Because we are the professionals. We are controlling the conversation. Because if they truly don't have enough time or if they truly have to go, because we've all been there. I've been in a sales conversation literally like midway through and they're like, yeah, I'm, I'm about to pick up my kid. Like literally I got to go meet the teacher right now. I'm like, Oh shit. I'm sorry. You like, when is a better time to give yeah. you a call back? Or I can just put me on hold real fast. I'm more than happy to sit on hold for three, four, five minutes while you go pick up your kid from the no big deal. So what you're saying though is getting right back to it. And I mm-hmm. love that. Cause that's how you address every single objection, especially in the upfront conversation is boom, whatever address it right back into the questions, mm-hmm. right back into what you need. So great job. Money in the bank. High five. (laughs) (laughs) So family, occupation, recreation, Mm -hmm. build rapport, get curious, be an active listener. Don't just ask questions because you feel like you got to ask the question or just don't ask the question because you have to have the information. You're just filling out the application. That is the easiest way for a person on the other end of the phone to be like, is this person even listening to me? I feel like I'm talking to a freaking robot. Mm -hmm. And here's the thing. If we're just going to address the elephant in the room is if you act like a robot, you will be replaced by robots. Oh, do I need to say that again? Mic drop. If you have a conversation like a robot, you will be replaced by a robot. And that is why what we're talking about today is so important. We're talking about communication skills. We're talking about being curious. We're talking about giving a shit about your customer. We're talking about actually having conversations and establishing human connection and a relationship with the other person, either across the, across the desk or on the other end of the phone. So good. I don't know. I feel like that's like a mic drop situation. You know what? I, I actually whispered it into the microphone. <laughs> mic drop. But I feel like I should be like, mic drop. Louder. Yeah. But it's so true. It is true. This is how you ensure that you don't go extinct in the insurance industry. Yes. I know. Rapport building seems like a small thing. It is a BFD. It is a BFD. For those that don't know what BFD is, big effing deal, baby. Let's go. This is a big deal. This is a really, really big deal. This is what separates you from the rest of your competitors because nobody else is doing it. Yeah. Everybody else is so focused on the insurance 
information they have to collect and they're viewing their job as just a J-O-B, just a nine to five. I'm just trying to get through. I'm just, hopefully I save this person money. And this is really... So how you treat, change freaking lives, Yes, man. treat people like people. They're not just another number. If you treat them like a human being, you make sales not sleazy. Duh. Make sales not sleazy. Woo! Just give a shit. That's the, that's the tone for today. It's true, though. Here's a pro tip. If you're struggling with rapport, mm-hmm. the thing that I would always lean on if I was talking to somebody, I would ask them about children or grandchildren. Because the minute somebody starts talking about their kids or their grandkids, they are, you have sent them down a path, whether how busy they are, what they're involved in, mm-hmm. what they have going on, how much they enjoy them, where they're headed, what trips they took. Yep. That, that's an easy icebreaker. It is. Start and people about usually like talking about kids and grandparents love oh talking gosh. about grandkids. Oh my gosh, I know. It's actually... You ask that question, so joy. you don't even have to worry about maybe asking another question because they're just going to talk about it and talk about it and talk about it. Yep. <laughs> so good. And it makes your job, it makes your job more fun too to have enriching quality conversations. Yep. What if that was your entire day was spent having spent having really great conversations with people? That'd be a great day. Hell yeah. That'd be a fantastic day. Yeah. And all it takes is is just getting out of your comfort zone and quit worrying about getting the dang quote done so fast and just establish a relationship with your yeah. customer. And if you do what we're talking about right now, your sales will increase overnight. Yeah, cuz you know what's going to happen. Not only does it increase your sales, then you become referable because now you're not a robot. You're a person and people like to refer people. Yeah. And most importantly, instead of a transactional experience, you're creating a transformational experience. Oh my gosh. It's such a good episode. Woo wee. That's what we got on the buzz today, my friend. We're getting buzzed on the buzz. (laughs) Man, what is your biggest takeaway from today? I want to know. Text us, 816-727-7610. Text us your biggest takeaway. We are all about action, and we want you all taking action and crushing your day, changing people's lives, changing your life, enjoying what you do for a living, and most importantly, skilling up so you don't get replaced by robots. As always, <laughs> time is the most valuable and important asset that we all share. We appreciate you spending some time with us. Go out, make it great. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Insurance Buzz. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it with others, post about it on social media, and leave a rating and review. If you want to take your insurance agency to the next level and join our community, simply check out Weaver Sales Academy at www.weaversa.com. Again, that's www.weaversa.com or visit the show notes on our new and current programs we have available exclusively for you. As always, time is the most valuable and important asset that we all have And I appreciate you spending it with me. See you on the next episode.